CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... forgive is divine. A noble sentiment indeed. However, we who must make do on this less than perfect planet learn early on that the world is not run by noble sentiment. And while one may find error everywhere at hand, one must travel far and long in search of forgiveness. But why do you want to kill me? Now, pal, don't put it that way. I don't want to kill you. Then why are you going to do it? I got to do it. It's my job, that's all. But you're making a mistake. I never make a mistake. What'll you do later on when you find out you made a mistake this time? I'm not making a mistake. What'll you do? Well, I'll feel pretty bad. I'll be sorry for a while, but I guess I'll get over it. Especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Earl Hammond. I'll be back shortly with Act One. We're told that man must earn his living by the sweat of his brow. Therefore, we must assume that all respectable people are gainfully employed. Eddie Pond would not fit your definition of a respectable person, or even mine. But he tries to be unobtrusive, and he succeeds. Eddie is what is known as a hitman. Eddie never liked that title. All he knows is that he does a job that needs doing. Between assignments, Eddie lives quietly, gives no trouble, pays his taxes, just like any reputable citizen. And Eddie has many of the same troubles that gnaw at the hearts and minds of reputable citizens, especially the ones that have to do with growing older. Eddie also has a wife. That you, Eddie? Yeah. Oh, I thought you forgot. About what? Tonight. You're supposed to take me out to dinner and a show. How could I forget? I'm here, ain't I? I'll be ready in a minute. Uh, who called? What do you mean, who called? You heard what I said. What makes you think somebody called? Now, I know somebody called. If somebody called, wouldn't I tell you? I can always tell when somebody called. If somebody called, wouldn't I write it down? You did write it down on your face. I can read it. All right, now, who called, huh? Eddie, you said, you promised, you were going to retire. And do what? We could go to Florida. Uh, who called? Well, the time has to come for everybody. I am as good as I ever was. Nobody our age is as good as they ever were. I can still do the job. Eddie, I'm just saying this for you. I'm on your side. If something doesn't go the way it should, you could be in all kinds of trouble. Well, it could always handle the cops. You follow up on one of these jobs, and the cops are the least of your worries. Well, you know what happened to Joe and Marty and some of the other guys? Hey, hey, who called? Oh, please, Eddie. 
I think we got enough money. Who called? Hey, what am I asking you for? <laughs> Who else could it have been? Yes, Eddie. I called you. Yeah, well, yeah, you got me, Mr. Smollett. How do you feel? Hey, great. Some of my associates seem to think, well, they say you're slowing up slightly. But who, who says that? Oh, it doesn't matter. Is it true? Hey, let me let me hold on my hand. Hey, you see it shake? <laughs> Steady as a rock. Eddie, we go back a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, we sure do. I know. I'm not as spry as I used to be. Ah, come on, you don't look a day older, Mr. Smollett. Eddie, don't be afraid to turn me down. Well, why should I turn you down? Too many of us need the money, and so we force ourselves to go that uh, extra mile. We take that fatal journey. Oh, you know me, Mr. Smollett. I'm fixed pretty good. Yes, I've heard you've invested uh, uh, judiciously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in blue chips. Why do you want to keep active? Why do you? <sighs> the usual fee? Eh, okay. Now, this particular individual is slated to testify at an upcoming trial. This would be extremely embarrassing to certain uh, friends. Oh, I, I understand. His name is Roderick T. Hammersmith. Oh, gee. Uh, and he's the only Roderick Hammersmith in the book. When? Let's say the meter is running as of right now. Okay, Mr. Smollett. Don't worry about it. Oh, I have to worry about it because of the important federal involvements. <laughs> this job must be perfection itself. Hey, did anybody ever have reason to beef about me before, huh? huh? No. And uh, this is not the time to break that precedent, huh? <laughs> I am, as they say, going out on a limb for you. You got nothing to worry about, Mr. Smollett. It's going to be like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, I hope so. For your sake, Eddie. I, uh, I think I'll have another couple of eggs. I don't like this, Eddie. I'm hungry. Oh, you you always overeat like this when, when you're... Will you quit being nervous, huh? I just hope it isn't some honest... Law-abiding person. Uh, how about them eggs, huh? Will it be today? Oh, what are you asking so many questions for, friend? Well, I'll just breathe easier when it's over. Well, you see, first, first I got to get to know the guy. Yeah, what he looks like, you know, his habits, and so forth and so on. I hope this will be the last of them. <sighs> will you just go in the kitchen and prepare them eggs, huh? Yeah, oh, and uh, before you go, well, hand me the phone book. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, Hammersmith. Hammersmith. Hey, here it is. Hammersmith Albert. Hammersmith Donald. Uh, yeah. Hammersmith Frederick T981 Balsam Drive. <laughs> Uh, you 
Mr. Frederick T. Hammersmith? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm from the public utilities department. I'm here to uh, check out your water meter. Oh, uh... Yeah, 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 we, uh, gotta make sure the water company ain't giving you a fast count. <laughs> Where's the meter, sir? Uh, the meter... Oh, I, I believe it's downstairs. Oh, good. You want to lead the way? Well, uh, uh, do you, do you have any identification? I mean, I'm sorry that I have to ask, Oh, no, 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 you're doing the right thing there, Mr. Hammersmith. You know, I wouldn't leave you come into my house neither without any documents. Sure. Sure. Here's my badge. Yeah, you oh, see? Yeah. Uh... Public Utilities Inspector. Well, I suppose that's an order. Good as gold. <laughs> well, uh, this way, please, Inspector. Who is it, Frederick? Uh, this gentleman's an inspector for the water department, Martha. Oh, I thought it might be the Morrises. They're the only ones who aren't here yet. You might call them when you get a chance. Uh, yes, dear. Uh, this way, Inspector. It's right down this flight of stairs. Now, why would she want to invite the Morrises? Excuse me? Does, does your wife like to give parties? Nah, nah. Uh, you're a most fortunate man. I've always got a house full of people. Oh, yeah? Y you, you have no idea how, how provoking it can be sometimes. Well, why don't you put your foot down? Well, it makes her happy. <laughs> don't you like to make your wife happy, Inspector? <laughs> you know, Mr. Hammersmith, I found out the best way to make my wife happy is to have her make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, here, here's the meter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, just let me have a look at how the uh, yeah, the polarity is with the autoclave. Frederick? Frederick? Oh, what is it, dear? Frederick, we're out of pretzels. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. But Sadie Morris just adores those pretzels. Yes, dear. Uh, Spectre, you finished here? Huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's okay. Well, after you. You know what I gotta do right now? drive a whole mile to a little supermarket just because that silly woman adores pretzels. Oh, please, hurry, darling. They'll be here any moment. Is this man through here? Oh, yeah, 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 lady. I uh, I did what I had to do. Oh, thank you, Inspector. <laughs> it's what I get paid for. <laughs> I better hurry and get those pretzels. Hey, yeah, yeah. When would you say that store was? I mean, in case I'm in the neighborhood again. Oh, you just go right out the driveway, and instead of turning left toward town, you head right. Oh, just a mile down, huh? Yeah, okay, I'll remember. to slow down for the sharp curve here. So, if I just stay behind these trees, I got just the perfect shot. Just perfect. No, the pretzels will be all. Thank you, Mr. Griswold. Goodbye. You're right. Straighten out this curve is a disgrace. What was that? I better get out of here. Fred, you are going to ruin the party. Martha, I'm telling you, somebody fired a shot at me. You know that is impossible. But Martha, I... Now the house will be full of policemen. What will people think? About what? They believe we did something wrong. But, but we didn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 
do they have to make so much noise? They run outside. I'll have to get back to my guests and please, don't let them come into the house. This is it, huh? Yes, Lieutenant Flowers. Uh-huh. Well... It could have been a stone or a pebble. But look at that hole. It has to be a bullet. You see how the glass shattered? A stone could also shatter the glass. In that spiderweb configuration? No, I'm positive it was a bullet. Okay, okay. It could have been a bullet. Who would want to shoot you? Who? Yeah. Who? I don't know. Uh, you uh, got any enemies? No. I don't think I've ever alienated anybody in my entire lifetime. Well, look at it this way. Who'd be better off if you were dead? Better off? I, I don't know. Does anybody want your job? Or your wife? My job? Oh, oh my goodness. All I do all day long is is, is analyze statistics. I, I don't even want my job myself. So we, uh, we rule out enemies, huh? Well, what do we rule in? Well, we could say it's a stray bullet. You know, it's hunting season. You're less than a mile from the woods. Oh. Uh, of course, it's against the law to hunt with rifles around here, only shotguns. Could, could a bullet carry for a mile? That's what it had to be. Certainly something to worry about. The odds are maybe one in a million, but look, some people win the sweepstakes, too. Goodbye, Mr. Hammersmith. Oh, oh yes. Uh, goodbye, Lieutenant. You didn't touch a bite on your plate, Eddie. I ain't hungry. Well, since when you have to be hungry to eat steak? Take it away, huh? What happened today? Nothing. Don't say that to me, Eddie. I can always tell. It's the truth. Nothing happened. I miss. What? First time in my life. I missed. That settles it, Eddie. You are quitting. Oh, no. I, I, I can't. Now, Eddie, the time has come, and nobody knows it better than you. Fran, I can't quit in the middle of a job. Eddie. But I'll finish up. Don't, don't worry about it. I still got enough for this one last job. This is the world we live in. Everything is now a craft, a profession. And all the craftsmen have the same problems, the same fears. And their wives are the same as wives everywhere, who accept what their men do as the more or less normal state of affairs. What does your husband do for a living, Mrs. Pond? Oh, he's a hitman for the mob. <laughs> Perhaps we're not quite there yet, but in this mad world of ours, everything happens sooner or later, including Act Two, shortly. It's so hard to give it up, to acknowledge... That the old strength has gone. The old skill has eroded. The old sharpness is now dulled forever. The only thing so few know how to do is to grow old gracefully. And it's a condition that is prevalent among all sorts of people in every walk of life. What are you doing out here? Fred! I, uh, I thought I'd smoke a cigarette. In this weather? 
It must be nearly freezing. Well, you don't like it when I smoke in the house. Now, don't say that. It's true. Don't say it in that tone of voice. What do you mean? If anyone were listening, they'd think you were hag-ridden. You're perfectly welcome to smoke in the house. You don't have to freeze out here on the path. It was a shot. Get down. What? What are you doing? Be quiet. You knocked me to the ground. We are being shot at. Are you insane? Didn't you hear it? Oh, it must have been a backfire from a car. The glass and the patio door is broken. Was that from a backfire, too? Oh, Fred. Call the police. No, no. Don't get up. Crawl backward until you get into the house. standing on the terrace. Just standing. I was never so terrified in all my life. Lieutenant, I don't think this was a stray bullet from some hunter's gun. No, no, I guess not. Lieutenant Flowers, you must do something. Uh, you were standing on the terrace. And there was a shot. I could hear something whine past my ear. And it smashed through the patio door. Well, then the bullet must have come into this room. Did uh, you look for it? Look for it? Frankly, Lieutenant, we were were too frightened. No, no. Martha, what is it? My brand new leather couch. There's a hole. Hey, that's where the bullet must have gone. Lieutenant, put away that knife. I just want to get the bullet out of there, Mrs. Hammersmith. Ruined. Absolutely ruined. You're lucky, ma'am. Lucky? Sure. If it hit the brick wall of the fireplace, or even the plaster wall, or gone into the wood... It would have been smashed out of shape. But here it was stopped by a soft mass. You see? (laughs) And it's perfect. (laughs) Maybe we can trace it. Yeah. You folks are sure lucky. Lucky? A $4,000 couch is ruined. May I have the sugar, my dear? How much longer shall this go on? How much longer shall what go on, Martha? What do you think I'm talking about? All this shooting. I don't know. Besides, there have only been two incidents. There shouldn't have been one. Sure, I can't account for it. Are you just going to sit there and drink your coffee? No, not, not for very much longer. I'll be late for the office. You mean you're going to leave me here alone all day? I can't imagine why not. You can't. I leave you alone here every day. In light of the situation? Well, there is obviously a mad sniper on the loose. Well, Martha, would you like to stay in town for a bit? I would like you to do something. But but this is obviously a matter for the police. Who's that? Well, someone at the door. I know it's someone at the door. But who? I better answer it. Don't! What do you want me to do? Call the police. Martha, if you look out the window, you'll see that the police are already here. That's the lieutenant's automobile. Mr. Hammersmith? Oh, yes, Lieutenant Flowers. Won't you uh, come in? Uh, Thank you. Can we offer you a cup of coffee? Oh, no, no, thanks. Did you find out anything, Lieutenant? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, do you know who this person is who's been trying to kill us? Oh, not yet, but we are making good progress. Oh, I found out who I could ask. Ask? Uh, ask one. Well, there's somebody I can go up to and say, tell me, who's been doing all this shooting? Well, who is this person? You. Me? Yeah. 
Mr. Frederick T. Hammersmith. Lieutenant. Mr. F.T. Hammersmith, you know a great deal more than you're telling us. Frederick! Well, I dislike saying this to a police officer, but, Lieutenant, you've got absolutely no idea of what you're talking about. Well, let us get down to cases. That bullet that we took out of your wife's couch? Don't put it that way, Lieutenant. He owns the furniture, too. Now, I may select it, but... That bullet was sent to the lab for analysis. And it matches another bullet. A bullet that was taken from the body of a very well-known racketeer some time ago. Oh, I'm going to be ill. Now, this racketeer was cut down by a professional hitman. So that rules out some hunter who set his sights too high. Or a mad sniper. And it rules in a very strategic question. Namely, why should a professional hitman be after you, Mr. Hammersmith? Frederick. Why? I don't have the slightest idea. Now, these fellas are very careful and very conservative. Why is one of them out to kill you, Mr. Hammersmith? Oh, that's impossible. This man means business. Oh, he's already tried it twice. Lieutenant, I, I, I can't believe it. Who are you covering up for? Cover no one. Mr. Hammersmith, you are on a list. A contract is out on you. You are going to be knocked off, killed, assassinated. Now, do you get the picture? Fred, what is this man talking about? I don't know. Oh, sure you do. Frederick T. Hammersmith, reputable businessman. My friend, your cover has just been blown. Your cover? Don't try to protect these people. They're the ones who are out to kill you. Don't be afraid. Lieutenant, what are you talking about? Mr. Hammersmith, let's quit stalling, huh? Fred, tell him what he wants to know. Martha, I'm telling the truth. Uh, Mrs. Hammersmith, would you make him see reason? Why is it so difficult for you to believe that Frederick, I'm... it's time you and I had a long, private conversation. Now, there's going to be a man stationed near the house at all times. I don't want people to know that we have police Well, agents. we'll try to keep it quiet. Uh, but, of course, uh, if Mr. Hammersmith should be killed... Lieutenant, uh... I'll make him see reason. Okay. I'll be back. And listen, Mr. Hammersmith... We can't protect you forever. So the sooner you come clean with us... Oh, please, Lieutenant, leave everything to me. Uh, yes, ma'am. Well, Frederick, tell me. Tell you what, for goodness sake? My husband, the man I've been married to for 15 years, he's a stranger. He leads a double life. Martha, will you listen to me? Here, I am under the impression that I am married to a respectable law-abiding accountant. I am a respectable law-abiding accountant. Who are your clients? You know who my clients are. Your real clients. The ones nobody is supposed to know about. Your disreputable underworld clients. Oh, that's not true. Did you double-cross any of these fine gentlemen? Martha, you don't know what you're talking about. Is there more to the story? Oh, do you also have a woman? Oh, now, that's one thing that Why I... Why not? What's morality, anyhow? Now, Martha, none of this is true. You won't keep lying to me. You don't have to. And you don't have to live a double life, either. I am leaving. Martha! You can have the house, the car, the furniture, the bank accounts. I won't touch a penny. I don't want it. It's all blood money. Goodbye, Frederick T. Hammersmith. 
I think I'll go to sleep. You want you want something to eat? Nah, nah. Oh, Eddie, give it up. Give what up? The job. It's gone bad. I can tell. You can't get to this guy. Yeah, well, the cops can't watch him for the rest of his life. <laughs> he can't duck me forever. But you don't have forever. They're going to get impatient. Well, nobody said a word to me yet. This, Mr. Smollett. What do you know about Mr. Smollett? You talk about him all the time. I never said a word to you about... Hey, wait. You mean I talk in my sleep? No. You talk in the shower. Uh, you know, sometimes a job don't go exactly the way you plan it. This one didn't. But you gotta stay with it. Eddie, you reach a certain point. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I, I didn't get there yet. <sighs> Eddie, get out of it. You say to this Mr. Smollett, this thing I can't handle. Hey, I never had to say that to him in my life, and I won't start now. If you knew enough to quit while you were ahead, you wouldn't have to. Now, please, Eddie, don't get mad at me. But you know yourself. It's gone. The old confidence. Hey, that's not true. Lie to me, Eddie, but not to yourself. And the way we've done it, there's one thing that you don't understand. In this racket, you don't beg off. Look, I can't go to Mr. Smollett and say this thing ain't for me. You'd be better off with a new guy. Uh, Eddie, let's get out of here. <laughs> and go where? What's the difference? Florida, California, it, it's a big world. Oh, no. No, it ain't. You'd be surprised what a small world it is when a guy like Mr. Smollett is looking for you. The world keeps getting smaller all the time, especially for people like Eddie Pond. So much of what we do becomes habit and ritual long after it has no more meaning for us, long after the excitement is gone and even the will to perform. We go about our routine day after day, and when we finally ask ourselves, why are we doing it? It's too late to stop. I'll be back shortly with our final act. Better one's own duty, though imperfect, than another's duty well performed. This bit of wisdom comes to us from the Sanskrit. Far be it for me to argue with such ancient wisdom, but this concentration on one's duty can raise considerable question. After all, so many of the people who create the most havoc in the world are doing what they perceive as their duty. Eddie, I never interfered with your work before. Well, and, and, then don't start now. No, I gotta. Look, I'm telling you, I can't get out of it. How do you know? Did you ever try? There is no use talking about it. How many years have you known Mr. Smollett? Level with him. Friend, it won't do any good. How do you know? Eddie, you don't know. Oh, forget it, will you? All I want you to do is think about it. Promise me you'll 
Think about uh, it. Okay. Okay, I'll think about it. I don't understand you, Mr. Hammersmith. Your life isn't worth 15 cents. Your only hope is to cooperate with us. Look, I'm willing to cooperate. I just don't know how. It's quite simple. Just tell us about these people. Which people? This, uh, this sense of loyalty. Now, believe me, it's a perverted sense to begin with. There's no honor among thieves. Now, I've been a cop for 25 years. Oh, you're determined not to believe me. Look, I am Frederick T. Hammersmith, a certified public accountant. We know who you are. We've investigated you inside out. That's the life you lead on the surface. That's the tip of the iceberg. The real thing is underneath. Lieutenant, I don't know what I have to do to convince you that... Place, just... place yourself in my position, huh? That shouldn't be hard. You're a man who deals in facts and figures just like I do. You're a detective. You're called into a case where a man is obviously marked for assassination. What's the point in all this? Now, we know the assassin is a high-powered professional hitman who has been employed in some of the most sensational killings in underworld history. Now, he must command a fabulous fee. He's not wasted on small fry. Hmm? Well, Mr. Hammersmith? Well, what? Well, wouldn't you suspect an underworld connection, hmm? Come on, be fair. Be impersonal. Yeah, but but it, it has... No, but... I'm telling you, it's a mistake. These people don't make mistakes. Why not? They're human, aren't they? I don't know. I don't think so. Now, you want these guys to get away with it, Mr. Hammersmith? We are the only chance you've got. Well, I know that. So talk. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. We can't keep you under wraps forever. Just remember that. Hello, Eddie. Hey, Mr. Smollett. Yeah. How's the job coming along? It's, uh, it's moving. Well, that's good. Aren't you, uh, a little behind schedule? Schedule? Usually a job in town gets done in a day or two or three. <laughs> This one's been over a week. Well, I, I, I don't have uh, what you might call a schedule. Oh, you don't? No, no, no. It's just each job, you know. It, it kind of moves along at its own pace, you know? Well, I can understand that. The only thing, it would be better all around if this one could be resolved as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. Sure. Now, understand, I'm not trying to rush you. That would be telling you how to run your business, which would be wrong. <laughs> Are you, uh, encountering any particular problems on this job, any? Problems? <laughs> of course not. I shouldn't even have brought it up. That's why we hire you. We know there'll be absolutely... No problem. I mean, sure, sure. I, uh... I understand that you've been asking for me, Eddie. Anything special on your mind? Huh? Uh, no. No, 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 nothing special. I, I just wanted to check in, you know, and tell you uh, things is coming along. Now, I really do appreciate that, yes. And I'm sure you're not going to keep us waiting very much longer. Are you? 
Uh, no, Mr. Smollett. Frederick. Oh, Martha. Hey, 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 you're back. Yes. I belong here with you. But you were so angry when you left. I thought it over. I realized I had no right to be. It's my fault. Why? How? I spent the night in a hotel. Most of it sitting in front of a mirror. You know what I saw? Yourself, I would suppose. My true self. A selfish, self-centered woman. A woman who thought only of her own pleasure. Who looked at her husband as a sort of a supply warehouse. Who would deliver on demand whatever she asked for. That was what I saw. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I would. This house. I never stopped to think. Could we really afford it? The cars, the vacations, the money I keep spending and spending, and which is always in the checking account. (laughs) Did I ever ask where this money came from? Well, it came from my... I drove you to it. You drove me to what? To whatever shameful activity you were forced to pursue in order to satisfy my insatiable demand for things. Things. Oh, Martha, you can't get yourself into such a I state looked of... in that mirror, and I saw a shallow, stupid woman who had surrounded herself with shallow, stupid people. Oh, my place is here. I am your wife. No matter how low you have sunk into crime and corruption. Now, Martha, cut that out. You stop it. Oh, Fred, I... I've heard enough from you and everybody else. I don't know why some idiot hoodlum is trying to kill me. But the police say he's a highly skilled professional. I don't care what anybody says. I know the truth. And you know where my money comes from. From from the, the, the sweat of my brow and the, the crick in my back. I make a lot of money because I do a first-rate job and my clients know it. Don't shout at me, Fred, please. Well, maybe I should have yelled at you ten years. Ago. I am only trying You're to... You're only show... trying to put on a noble, self-sacrificing act. I am only trying to help you. Well, then, then help me, Martha. Help me in the right way. The right way is to confess to the police. Well, if that's what you think, I don't need you. You can stay away. My friend! You never said a thing like that to me before. Well, maybe I should have. Now, do you believe me? Yes. Yes, Fred. I believe you. There's no point in talking to the police. Let's just see if, 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 if we can figure it out. Now, it started on Saturday, right? The day you had the party for all the shallow people. Now, don't say that. I'm only repeating what you said. Who, who was that idiot woman who needed the pretzel? Ah, Sadie Morris. I remember, yeah. I had to go to Griswold's Market to pick him up. Now, coming around where the road curves, someone was waiting in ambush. Someone who knew that I would be driving that way. Now, who knew I would be going to the store and back? I did. Yeah, but who else? I guess no one else. Well, technically, I suppose he knew too. He? The fellow who was in the basement with you. He heard me ask you to go to the store. Who was in the basement with me? Well, wasn't somebody inspecting the oil burner? Or something? Yeah, the inspector, that's right, from the public utilities department. Sure, he was checking out the water meter. Oh, but he wouldn't... Wait, wait. Shh. 
The green truck. What green truck? It was a van. He drove a green van. Yes, but what does that indicate? Well, as I slowed down to take that curve, I'm sure I saw that green van. You mean the meter inspector? Hand me the phone book, will you? Oh, Fred, I... Please, hand me the phone book. Oh, yes, yes, all right. Let me see. Over here is a city of... Wait a minute. Ah, public utilities. Yeah, here it is. Let's see. But what are you going to find out? Just a minute, just a minute. Could you tell me if you sent a man out to inspect a water meter at 981 Balsam Drive last Saturday? No, no, I didn't. What's that? Oh, I, I see. Well, thank you very much. Well? She said they never send anyone out to check the meter unless you make a complaint. Oh. Oh. What is it, Mother? to come any closer to the house. Then we should tell the lieutenant. No, 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 that wouldn't do any good. Why? If they arrest him and find the gun on him, they could put him away. But that won't do me any good. Why not? Because the people who hired him will only hire someone else. Well, what can you do? Well, I... I'll just have to tell him he's making a mistake. You what? I'll wait until it gets dark, and then I'll... I'll... You'll what? Uh, I'll... I'll think of something. Mm. Oh, Fred, would you mind closing the window? Mm. Fred? Mm. It's getting cold. Fred? Fred, please close it. Fred? Freeze. It's the police. What? What? You're surrounded. Throw your gun out of the window right into those bushes. Okay. Oh, okay. Just take it easy. Take it easy. Okay, that's it. Now, step out of that van. Very slow. Step out backwards. Now, keep your hands up. Now, turn around. You! And you're not any water meter inspector. I don't move. I got your gun now. You should know if it's loaded or not. Hey, no, no, listen, listen. There's nothing personal in this. It's just a job. All right, but, but, but why? Do I know why? Look, all they say to me is to go get a guy named Roderick T. Hammersmith. So I go get him. Who? Who do you go get? You. The guy they got the contract on, Roderick T. Hammersmith. But I'm not Roderick T. Hammersmith. Hey. Hey, what are you trying to tell me? I'm Frederick T. Hammersmith. That's what I said, Roderick. Frederick? Hey, wait a minute. He said... What did he say? Were you supposed to get Roderick or Frederick? You know, to, to tell you the honest truth, 
Now I don't know. It couldn't be me. I can't imagine why. Listen, listen, do me a favor. Aren't you supposed to testify in a trial next month? Absolutely not. So it's got to be Frederick. I'm Frederick. I mean, then it's Roderick. I'm glad we straightened it out. So... So nobody's really after me. <laughs> no, no, not anymore. <laughs> That's a roomie. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I better be going. Huh? <laughs> I guess so. Well, so long, pal. Any time you want to have anybody read your meter, uh, don't call me. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Huh? Where do you think you're going? Yeah, I got to go about my business. Which would be to shoot Roderick. T. Hammersmith. Yeah, well, you know, I'm overdue. Oh, I, I can't let you do that. I, uh, don't move. Don't take another step toward that van. Yeah, what'll you do, huh? I'll... I'll shoot. Ah, uh, come on. No, you won't. You're not the type. You know, you gotta have it in you. I'm warning you. Come on. Save your breath, Roderick. Yeah, but my name is Frederick. <laughs> well, goodbye, Roderick. This is your last chance. What did you say? I said it's your last chance. You know something? You could be right. Well, I guess you better call the cops. You know, Franny's right. I'm no good at this anymore. And they won't let me quit. They'll never believe me. Oh, I'm in a real jam. Uh, don't feel so bad, please. Would you believe it? The only place I'll be safe is in jail. Are you sure? Oh, it goes out of you. You just lose it. Hey, what business did I have missing you twice in a row? Nah, now I gotta retire. I'll let the cops pick me up. I'll beat the big rap with the kind of lawyers I can get. You know, I'll sit in jail a couple of years till it blows over and you know, new guys come in. Oh, I'll keep my mouth shut. Nobody will really be sore at me. <laughs> I'm it's going to wind up real good. Hey, listen. Listen, here come the cops. Yeah, I'm sure Martha woke up and noticed I was gone. Uh, okay, okay, now. I'll stand here with my hands up. Now, you point the gun at me. Uh, that really isn't necessary. Why not? You're going to be a hero, Roderick. Oh, Frederick. All of which goes to prove that heroes are made and not born. And so, perhaps, we were able to give you a happy ending. Mr. and Mrs. Frederick T. Hammersmith rejoice in their newfound understanding. Mr. and Mrs. Eddie Pond rejoice in his newfound safety. Lieutenant Flowers rejoices in an important arrest. Mr. Roderick T. Hammersmith may not be aware of it, but he, too, has reason for rejoicing. Mr. Smollett may be unhappy. But we couldn't care less. And I shall return shortly, still rejoicing. Honest mistakes. They can even be made by dishonest people. Although we could hardly call our friend Eddie Pond dishonest. He was what he was. And what he was happens to be a fairly honorable profession, especially in the Middle East. Years ago, a hitman would partake of a considerable amount of hashish before going out on a job. Hence, they were called eaters of hashish, or in Arabic, hashashin. 
a word that found its way into English as assassin. So, you see, there is truly nothing new under the sun. Our cast included Earl Hammond, E.V. Juster, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.